For all the parents out there, picture that it's bedtime. You and the kids have been busy all day. You know they're tired, but for some reason, they just won't go to sleep. And for this reason, I created the podcast Bedtime History. Bedtime History is a series of relaxing history stories that end with an inspirational message. With over 2,000 positive parent reviews, Bedtime History is one of the top education podcasts. Join me and listen to Bedtime History every Monday and Thursday on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, Critter Protectors, Mr. Jim here, and welcome to Kids Animal Stories, a place where there's always a mystery and adventure around every single corner. If you love critters of all shapes and sizes, I need you on our Critter Protector team. Join our adventure as we learn about critters from around the world and in our backyards. Well, my friends, are you ready for today's adventure? Me too! Let's go! Today's adventure takes us to a small patch of rainforest along the western coast of Colombia in South America. If you are standing in this rainforest, I think you would be amazed by all of the plants. There are tall trees and viney branches and... Oh, beautiful flowers everywhere. Everything looks green because of the sun shining down through the leaves. The ground is damp and covered with dead leaves. It's the perfect habitat for the critter in today's story. The Golden Poison Frog Oro, the Golden Poison Frog, was busy practicing for the most important day of his life. Okay, here we go. I think I can fit in one last practice. Um, you know, a good practice run before lunch. Oro picked up three small pebbles. Huh, what is he doing? He's placing them on his bright yellow back and began to hop, hop, hop towards the nursery pool. He stopped often to make sure the pebbles did not fall off or get lost. Because he was being so careful, the journey took a while, but he was determined. Thank you for traveling with Golden Frog Taxi Service, little pebbles, he said as he approached the water's edge. Please remain seated until it is your turn to exit. One by one, very gently, Oro lifted the pebbles off his back and into the pool. Plop, plop, plop. Whoa, he said as he did an excited hop. That was my best run yet. Better have some lunch and get back to check on Rubia and the eggs. Oro used his sticky tongue to catch ants all the way back to the base of the tree where his family was waiting for him. Wait a second. I don't understand what he was practicing. Why did he put rocks on his back and pop them over to the water and drop them in there? That doesn't make any sense. Do you know what's going on? You see, although many amphibians prefer to be alone, our golden poison frogs are social animals that often live in small groups. When he reached home, 
Oro noticed that everyone was gathered around something and talking quickly. Before he could ask what was going on, Rubia hopped up to him smiling. Honey, I'm so glad you're home, she shouted. I have great news. Our eggs have hatched. Oro's big black eyes grew even bigger somehow. Really? Yes, really. What did you think everyone was so excited about? Oh, I don't know. I thought maybe you found a worm or something. This is, this is way better than that because you know how much I despise worms. Rubia laughed as she grabbed Oro and dragged him toward the gathered group. I hope our tadpoles are just like you, she laughed. As the new parents approached, the little crowd parted to reveal a large leaf with a tiny puddle in the center. Swimming around in the puddle were five tiny tadpoles. Aren't they perfect? sighed Rubia. I think they look like me, exclaimed Oro. Although today's critter is called the golden poison frog, you see, not all of them are yellow as the name suggests. Some golden poison frogs can even be green or orange. Wow! What colors do you think the tadpoles from our story will be when they grow up? Hmm, I'm not sure. After watching the tadpoles wiggle around in their puddle for the rest of the afternoon, the frog family finally decided it was time to go to bed. Oro and Rubia decided to sleep next to their babies to make sure they stayed safe. Are you ready for the big day tomorrow? Asked Rubia. I hope so. I have practiced a lot. And I mean a lot. And I'm excited to give the tadpoles their first piggyback ride to the nursery pool. They're going to love it, answered Rubia as she drifted off to sleep. Whoa, 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 piggyback rides? Oh, yes, you heard that right. Dad, golden poison frogs have a very special job. They give their babies, those tadpoles, a piggyback ride from the puddle where they hatch to a larger body of water where they can have plenty of room to grow. The next morning, Oro woke up bright and early. He was nervous and excited for his big day. After eating ants for breakfast, oh, gross. Have you ever had ants for breakfast? What do you think? They're like scrambled ants? <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. After eating ants for breakfast, he gave himself a pep talk. <sighs> Deep breaths. Deep breaths, okay. Uh, who's the dad? I'm the dad. Who's the dad? I'm the dad. No, no, no. Who's the dad? I'm the dad. Let's do this! Rubia laughed as she watched him hop around in circles, uh, pumping his fists in the air. Take it easy there, Dad, she said. And you better get going. Those tadpoles aren't going to move themselves. The moment Oro 
had been training for is finally here. <gasps> Will he? This little frog will be able to get all five tadpoles safely to the nursery pool. Oh dear, I hope they don't fall off his back. Well, we're going to have to wait and see what happens on the next episode of Kids Animal Stories. It's time for some Critter Protector shoutouts. I want to say hey to Max from Ontario, Isaac from Washington, Mav from California, Hudson from Washington, Alfonso from Texas, Clay from Calgary, Alfonso from Texas, and Nevi from Washington. I'm so glad that you're all Critter Protectors. We could not protect all the critters in the world and in our backyards without you, my friends. Well, you have a super duper day, and I will see you on our next adventure. Bye! For all the parents out there, picture that it's bedtime. You and the kids have been busy all day. You know they're tired, but for some reason, they just won't go to sleep. And for this reason, I created the podcast Bedtime History. Bedtime History is a series of relaxing history stories that end with an inspirational message. With over 2,000 positive parent reviews, Bedtime History is one of the top education podcasts. Join me and listen to Bedtime History every Monday and Thursday on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.